0: Welcome to the Menlo Midweek Podcast, where we are getting some extra time with the speaker from last Sunday's message to go a little deeper, get some extra thoughts about the message, and get a behind the scenes look at their teaching process.
1: We're your hosts, Mark and Jess. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Menlo Midweek. Well, welcome back to Menlo Midweek, everyone. And Jess is back. Yay! Cheryl's back. What a fun time we're, we're about here. to have. I
0: made it, everybody. You did it. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Do you want
1: to share about your experience at all?
0: No. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the first week I really did, uh, I, th- I had a meeting at that time, so I couldn't be here the first week I missed. And then last week I actually had COVID. Oh, so no. not a fun time, thankfully. Uh, you know, wasn't too bad. Just a little cold, but so excited to be back, back to work, back to the podcast. I missed you all. And I'm sure you missed me too. (laughs) We had so many
1: people call in and text in. Our numbers were just buzzing, saying, where's Jess? We miss her. We (laughs) hope that she's doing well. So great to hear from you. And Cheryl, thanks so much for being with us again. Yeah,
0: fun for me. You guys did great without me, I will say. (laughs) Well, it was rough, but we we muddled through.
1: We did. (laughs) And just to give a little bit of context to what, what Cheryl talked about, this last weekend, we actually had a condensed week, all of us at Menlo Church's staff, Mm -hmm. because we had two full days of training. Mm -hmm. And then we had about two days to catch up on all the work we were supposed to do that week. And then Cheryl had to preach on top of preaching the weekend prior. So I'm so glad we even got a message last
2: week. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too.
1: (laughs) Great. Well, in case you missed it, it was a really great message. And Cheryl, if you could just summarize that or point people to where they can find it, which is obviously on YouTube, as well as on, I'll just point in there right now, YouTube (laughs) and underneath this episode. So check that out. And then we're going to hear from Cheryl and dive in a little bit deeper.
2: Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, the message was really about, as we're talking about witnessing, um, which is, you know, a scary thing, mm-hmm. even for me as a pastor. Like, it, you know, it, it's not so scary when somebody comes to my office and wants to talk, but I would like to uh, be a witness in my neighborhood or in just the places that I live. And I, it's good for me because it reminds me, this is a little scary. These mm-hmm. are my these are people I see every day. These are the people that I know. And how do you do that? So, you know, we've been talking about witnessing. We've been talking about the message of it and how we do it. Uh, and then this week was really kind of what's God's part and our part. And uh, the, the reality that I hope came across at some level was it's not all up to us. Mm-hmm because I think that's what I can even start doing. God, I got I've got to get the right words. I have to have the right answers. I need to do it in this way, that way. Um and and really God is God is going before us in witnessing and God even shows up and I talked about this this weekend, but in our weaknesses mm-hmm. and probably uses our vulnerabilities more than we think he does. So mm-hmm. that was kind of
0: the direction. You said a phrase and I apologize because I was mm. listening in the car so I couldn't write it down. <laughs> but it was towards the beginning and you talked about if, if it was all up to God. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you remember? Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> little, the thing that I heard so many times,
2: you know, as a new Christian was, pray as if it's all up to God mm-hmm. and work as if it's all up to you. Yeah. And mm. I think that that phrase came out of this trying to help people figure out the what's God's part, my part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I have found and have had this conversation with others that that phrase kind of was unhelpful to me in the Mm -hmm. end because, you know, oh, well, yeah, of course I pray like it's all up to God, but then I got to work like it's all up to me. And so that felt like just a path to burnout. And even, even in prayer, and I think I said this, I think one of the things that can happen so often in prayer is that we're trying to find the right system. Mm -hmm. and then we make prayer a work too rather than a conversation yeah so
0: it does feel like if you're praying like it's up to god that would put it in my mindset that it is up to god Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. then you're supposed to actually work like it's the opposite (laughs) but then how do you work but then let it just feels like they're totally like mm-hmm. bouncing against each other. But I yeah, I liked how you kind of came came out of that of like, no, I don't think that's really correct. Yeah. yeah. And I think
2: probably it came from that passage that says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who is at work in you. Mm-hmm. And that idea again, that there's a pr- something you do bring to the table. It's right. not completely passive, mm-hmm. um, but then obviously God is at work. So we're trying to figure it out. And so often as we do, I'm probably guilty of this in the Christian world is we come up with little trite phrases thinking that's helping us and sometimes it's hurting us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
1: I remember growing up and Cheryl, I'm curious <laughs> to hear your thoughts on this. I was always, I don't know if it was taught or just something that I learned and maybe I learned the wrong way, but it was trying to formulate prayers and my words in a certain way. And if I did it right, then the prayer would happen. Mm-hmm. And that was my thinking and my approach to prayer, which was, if i if i say the right things in the right order or with the right you know mm-hmm. words then that means the prayer will come true
2: yeah we've kind of made prayer magic
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know yeah. and or karma you know, uh, I, I like. I think there's a lot of things that I call Christian karma, and again, I'm kind of guilty mm-hmm. of. Like, if I do it this way, then God's obligated. You know, mm-hmm. if I do it good, then it, good will come back. Yeah. Or if I if I do it bad, even if I pray bad, yeah. I remember, hundred years ago, having this friend who was like, you know you had to end every prayer with in the name of Jesus Mm. or it wasn't going to work, which the interesting (laughs) thing, and this is why theology really does matter when people say to me, well, I don't really do theology. I just do the Bible. Well, one, the Bible is theology (laughs) and, Mm. and Mm. it's the grounding and the foundation of our, uh, you know, understanding of scripture and, and theology comes together. Um, but you know, when it, when it talks about the name of Jesus, it's not a phrase to land at the end of a prayer. Really, the name in Scripture is the whole of the person. Mm-hmm. So when we say, I'm praying in the name of, the Je- of Jesus, in a sense, we're saying, I'm praying based on the character of Jesus. I'm
1: mm-hmm. praying
2: because I can pray. Uh because he's a good God, or he's a generous God, or he's a he's a just God, he's a, mm-hmm. a righteous God, he's a holy God. Um, so my prayer is really more formed by the character of the one I'm talking to. So, do you have to say in the name of Jesus? No. And 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 the funny thing is, if you study the prayers in the New Testament, uh, you don't see. You know, and mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. landed on every at the end of every single one of them, mm. so it's funny we're all looking for a system and a guarantee, yeah you yeah.
1: know it's kind of how we're taught nowadays It's like just through school or or work wherever mm-hmm. that is that if you have your systems in order, then that means the work that you're doing might come true yeah. so yep. and that kind of pairs I mean just that thinking of praying not necessarily like in the name of but alongside the character of or mm-hmm. because prayer is now available to us because of what Jesus did, that's kind of pairing with how you want us to live a with God life Mm. as opposed to not for God, but with God. So can you elaborate that? Or elaborate on that, yeah, a yeah,
2: and and like you said, you know, Mark, so many things early in my Christian life, and even today, um, I don't know if somebody taught me. I think sometimes we want to get all bitter the church or my <laughs> youth <laughs> pastor or whatever. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> not wanted, talking to me right now. <laughs> we want to deconstruct it all because it, oftentimes it's not even that your church taught you it, it's what I heard, yeah, right, yeah, or it's how I perceived it, mm-hmm. or hmm. whatever. So, um, I think, and there is scripture, uh, even in the passage uh, that I use in 2 Corinthians, there is there is conversation of, of living for God, right? So it's not an either or,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, but I think sometimes we put the emphasis on, I've got to do this for God. And unfortunately, because we have to all remember, we all are tainted with a sin nature, even though... Mm. Jesus has saved us from the consequence of our sin. We still have the lingering effects. The uh so I have to remember uh, you know I love the definition of sin as being bent inward or I had a seminary professor who said sin is des- is desiring something not worthy of your life mm. and or worthy of your identity. Mm. And so the temptation for me is I'm going to live for God, but because of that bent inwardness or desire for something not worthy of my identity, I'm going to make it about me. Mm. I'm going to make it about getting, you know, manipulating God to some something. So, mm. so I think it's just been helpful for me. Uh, one of the to me, one of the most profound themes, especially of the New Testament, is the life in Christ, that that's how Paul describes Christians, as mm-hmm. those who are in Christ. And so to think more of how do I live each day with Jesus has been really probably one of the most life-changing things for me in my in my faith journey, as opposed to just the uh okay, I got to do today for God. I got to mm. do this thing for God. I got to do this work for God. Mm. But no, I get to I get to do it with mm. Him, and so it's a it becomes more again of a ongoing conversation throughout the day. It becomes more of a it's not all up to me. He is in me, and I am in Him. So.
0: Mm.
1: And that's even true for you know the external part aside, the witnessing part aside, mm-hmm. the internal health, the how can I, you know, I'm struggling with this thing and I need to do it because, you know, it's the right thing to do and I'll feel terrible if I don't. Well, if we invite God into that process and allow him to shape our perspective and kind of be speaking into our lives during all these things, it is a lot different and more encouraging to do it with as well as for that kind of both and Mm -hmm. as opposed to strictly on one side. So
2: Totally. That's, Absolutely.
1: That's like foundational and then working outward. Mm-hmm. I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That also reminds me of something you said in your sermon about how when we're praying, the Holy Spirit intercedes sometimes mm-hmm. and we're praying with Jesus. And so I think you said like we're part, our prayer is part of the triune. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate yeah. right on that? That was so, I was like, <laughs> hold on. wait. What? I know. I want, so good. I would
2: love us down the road to do a whole series on prayer because yeah. mm-hmm. it's just too. such a it is so profound that uh romans tells us that uh the holy spirit prays mm-hmm. for us and um and then i th- romans and in hebrews also tells us both places i think it's hebrews it says that uh, jesus lives to make intercession for us and um we also know that he's praying for us. Because I think one of the things we tend to think of is that Jesus ascended to the Father, and um, he's just sitting there waiting to return. Mm -hmm. And really what Jesus, I mean, the the mystery of the Trinity is huge anyway, but it's, again, so foundational to the uniqueness of being a Christian. Mm. No other religion has a triune God, right? And so that's Mm. our uniqueness. And so what we can know in the mystery of the Trinity is that Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Father were in conversation and have been in conversation for all eternity. And so when Jesus ascended to the Father, he remains Jesus, fully man, fully God, And he continues in the conversations uh, that he's always been having with the Father. And so one of the early, early, I became a Christian uh, when I was 18 and then I, or 17, and then I, you know, started really reading the Bible. And I remember one of the confusing things to me was, why is Jesus praying? Yeah. Why, like, mm. Oh God, in the name of myself, I pray, you know, um, <laughs> yes. like if he's God, really? why is he praying? Right. And so again, what you see Jesus doing and why he prays so often, and we can think that, Oh, well now he's in his humanity, which he is, mm. but really he's just doing what he's done for all eternity. He, this conversation with the father wasn't going to end mm-hmm. or it wasn't going to change. Right. It wasn't just now I'm a human. So I need to pray. Mm-hmm. It's, I've always been in conversation with you. Why wouldn't I keep doing that? So I like, you know, so I think when I think of prayer, I'm stepping into that conversation with the Trinity. And when I'm praying, that's why you'll see Paul in most of his letters when he introduces himself or he, his first four or five verses, and I'm, I think I could say this every letter, You'll hear him using very Trinitarian language, right? Mm. Um, I came to you in, in the name of Jesus by the Father through the Spirit. He's always thinking in terms of Trinity. Mm. And so uh, I think our prayer life should be shaped by that. And so when I come to prayer, again, I'm not just talking at the Trinity. It's not like they're sitting there as a council, I want to think of them more as like we're doing right now. We're sitting in a circle. Mm-hmm. And so when i and I think even when we're in group prayer, I like to encourage people to think of yourself not so much lining up to talk to God, but think of yourself in a circle. And God, the Holy Spirit, God the Father, and God the Son are all with us. Mm-hmm. And so let's try as best we can when we're praying communally to do it in conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but the temptation is line, lining up mm-hmm. right now. It's my
0: turn to talk to, to Jesus. It's like going to see Santa. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Too. <laughs> and I think that goes back, you know, bringing that back to the sermon of like um, when we're praying and we can't, we can't do it, we can't witness on our own. Yep. And so you're not only doing it with Jesus, you're not only doing it with God, you're not only doing it with the Holy Spirit, you're doing it with all three. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if that doesn't give you power, I don't know what does.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, the Trinity is such a, yeah. but it's worthy of, of trying to unpack as best we can. I yeah. mean, we'll never fully understand all of it till I guess mm-hmm. we are face to face.
1: Well, speaking of unpacking, mm. you talked about Trinity, talked about with God, for God talked about prayer. There's so, I mean, those could all be separate series in themselves. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you had to cut out a lot from this message or maybe had examples or stories Mm -hmm. that you wish you could have shared. Now's the time to do it, Cheryl. Okay. Okay, This is it.
2: I got you guys. Okay. Yeah. One uh, is a story. I actually originally was planning on starting with a story, but we we had Mm. Alex's story and I just wanted to highlight that. And, um, but, one of the one of the opportunities I had to witness years ago was also the same opportunity that God used to demonstrate to me uh, His presence with me when I share uh, the gospel. And so, it's a long long story, but the short of it is, um, I was meeting with I was leading a a Bible study in a sorority at the University of Texas, mm-hmm. and with a group of young women who had lots of great questions about faith and were exploring it, uh, a journey with Jesus. And so I was having coffee in the morning with one of the women from that group. And I shared the gospel, the good news of Jesus with her. And I, I had a little illustration I used that was, you know, I took out a, uh, she had some questions and I took out a little napkin and was drawing this illustration on the napkin. And, and it was fine. <laughs> you know, I I I she I think she was just kinda like, yeah, will womp. And uh <laughs> later that afternoon I was meeting with another young woman and actually her boyfriend uh had set me up to meet with her because he wanted her to become a Christian Hmm. because, and that's a whole nother story in itself. (laughs) So this guy comes, young man in our college ministry, I worked for a a church, but I was part of leading the college ministry. And this young man came to me and said, would you meet with my girlfriend? She's not a Christian and really want her to become a Christian so I can marry her or something kind of thing, right? And I said to him, I go, you know, If she wants to meet with me, I'm glad to meet with her, but I'm not going to, you know. So, sure enough, she did reach out. This is pre-cell phones, or maybe they were really big (laughs) cell phones. Anyway, she reached out. We met at a little Texas French bread, a little coffee shop in Austin, Texas. And so I'd met with that young woman in the morning, and again, it was kind of wah-wah. And then I'm meeting with this woman, uh, Allison, and... I kind of similarly, I started drawing this little illustration on this napkin uh, and basically kind of shared the same thing. Mm. And Allison um, just began to weep. Mm. Mm. And I think what the Lord showed me was, you know, it's not my system. It's not bad to have a system. It's not ha- bad to have a way to share the gospel, a way to mm-hmm. help somebody understand what Jesus has done for them. And uh, this little drawing is basically showing God's pursuit of them, and um, and all those things. And but but at the end of the day, if the Spirit doesn't show up, it, you know yeah. that. So I can be faithful and I can show up, but. It was so clear in that moment that God showed up at Texas French Bread in a mm-hmm. way that, you know, I, mm. I wasn't going to manipulate or make happen. So yeah. that was a story that I would like to have shared. Yeah. So
1: it would have uh, been fun to have that illustration as well come up on the screen.
2: I just know. Like, well, I'm like, that what was, did you draw? I know. <laughs> well, and to be honest, I, that was the whole plan that originally. Was I was going to go and do the do that? I yeah, it just went a different direction. Um, It'll show up someday, I'm sure.
0: And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not my preach. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about the prayer card that you had? Mm-hmm. Um, we had it online, and we can put it in the show <laughs> notes. Um, yeah. Talk a little bit about what that what the purpose of that was.
2: Yeah. Again, I think it was just and and actually the book club book that yeah. we're going to be doing. And I should have said that. Uh, it it was really kind of a thing that they had in the book club book was mm-hmm. a way to help you pray for uh, your friends and kind of just to see that. Um, you know you're going to be you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem Judea Samaria to the uttermost parts of the earth and i didn't want it to be that so much those interconnecting circles so mm-hmm. i just had four circles on there because anyway i don't know why but but i i just yeah just a place to say uh, give some categories in a mm-hmm. sense, who could I be praying for? Um, and so, you know, I can be praying for family members, I can be praying for friends. I wanted to expand that, of course, to coworkers, classmates, mm-hmm. neighbors, just to help, I think just to help prompt us. I think it helps me. I, I took the little card myself and stuck it in my Bible and, um, you know, and wrote some names in each of those circles mm-hmm. and, um And just as a good reminder, so I'll I'll have it in my Bible for probably you know, month or so, and it'll help prompt that. So
0: cool. Yeah, I know. And sometimes it's just like, I know even for me, I've been a Christian my whole life, and sometimes like prayer just feels mundane, or like, you know, sometimes it's like a conversation. Sometimes it's just like, oh yeah, I would I told Mm -hmm. someone I'd pray for them, and just you know, not always having the, you know, I know there's not like an actual equation or whatever, but just not always knowing like how to pray or who to pray for or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to have those extra reminders, those prompts of like, oh yeah, I should probably be praying for this person. I should probably be, you know, I and I even loved um the examples you gave of like, maybe you're walking around your neighborhood yeah. and you don't know these people, but you're praying mm-hmm. for them. You know, if you're a student, maybe you get to school a little early and you're praying for your teachers. I just love that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I should do that more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like go to the grocery store and pray for all the clerks. Like mm-hmm. I, that was just such a good... Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing I I struggle with is just my prayer life in general. Mm -hmm. And so it's always good to have those like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of really simple things to do Mm -hmm. to connect with God and be in conversation with him again. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I think... uh, also like a prayer walk or showing up someplace just it again it's it's almost like sometimes it helps me to get down on my knees mm-hmm. or to even be face down or to put my hands in the air mm-hmm. or phys, which you see in the scripture right you see a physicality of yeah. prayer and i think the reason for that is that we're, we're, we're completely connected. You don't separate out, well, this is my body. This is my mind. This is, you know, when the scripture talks about, um, our heart, it really means our whole self. Mm. Mm. And so I think sometimes we can go, Oh, the heart, that's our emotion. So I'll do this with my emotion. I'll do this with my mind. I'll do this. But you, you rarely see mind, heart, soul separated. Mm. Now there's a, you know, we do, You know, we have that love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. But the reason all three of those is together is basically the author saying with your whole self, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so my mind is connected to my body and my heart is connected to, you know, my emotions are connected to those places. And so, yeah, I I need those kind of helps myself, you know. Um, One thing that's nice when you prayer walk is uh, you rarely fall asleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like Unless you're very rarely.
0: talented and you know how to sleep <laughs> yeah. or sleepwalking. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: Cheryl, before we wrap up today, yeah. do you have any other thoughts before we're going to hold on to this message forever? <laughs> for you as a speaker, it might be out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> any other things that you'd like to share?
2: Yeah, I think I was thinking about, you know, the 2 Corinthians 12 passage. And and it's it's been such a foundational passage for me in the past, really. Ten plus years um for lots of reasons and that's a whole nother podcast. But uh where, you know, Jesus says to Paul, My grace is sufficient for you, my power is made perfect in your weakness. And I think it's interesting to me, you know, where he says, I delight." so so for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insult, in hardship, in persecutions, in difficulties. And and I think what I was personally just meditating on, even after I gave the, the message, was, um, you know, he doesn't—Paul isn't using this as an excuse for failure, right? Like, he doesn't list, like, I delight in, like, failure or being mean to people or, <laughs> mm. or messing up and, you know, but he is recognizing that, you know what, um, I'm probably going to fail some right because mm-hmm. <laughs> I I'm weak I, mm-hmm. I have weaknesses but in those weaknesses I get an opportunity to grow I get an opportunity to draw near to God mm-hmm. I get an opportunity to be humble you know um, mm-hmm. I remember one year I did the you know read through the Bible mm-hmm. uh, thing mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I did it with some people where we read it like in 90 days and I'd never done that so you're just kind of cruising Whoa. through <laughs> But what you pick up on when you read through things really fast or like you read through a whole book of the Bible in one sitting is you see these themes even closer connected. And I remember feeling in that when we did that was just this like, you know what God really loves? He really loves humility. Hmm. He really loves love. Mm -hmm. He really Mm -hmm. loves service. Right. Um, You know what God really hates? Pride. Mm over and over and over again. <laughs> mm. And so if I can be okay with that, yeah, I, I might be the weakest link in that group right now, <laughs> and mm. I could be okay with that. I I, I, I might get insulted. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have hardship, persecution, difficulties. Um, but how is God using those things to draw me near to him? Um, that. And again, the with God life, if I can see it as these weaknesses, these insults, these hardships, persecutions, difficulties are an invitation to do life with God Mm -hmm. and not what I think I would have seen them as earlier in my Christian journey were things to overcome for God. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and so I want to overcome my weakness. I want to co- sure. overcome the insults. I yeah, want to explain yeah. to people why they shouldn't insult me. I mm-hmm. want to explain my intent. I want to explain this. I want to explain um, that. I want to get through uh, the hardship or over the hardship rather than at times there's some hardships. I mean, the older you get, the more you recognize there's hardships that you're going to experience that there's no getting over. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've like I have multiple friends who've lost children at you know at like at 3 hours old mm. at 10 years old at 5 years old and and you know you, you don't you don't ever expect mm. that friend to get over that right mm-hmm. but there i think my friends all of them who are followers of Jesus would say those did they have they gotten over it no and 10 years later have they gotten over it no 20 years later have they gotten over it no but have they experienced the nearness of God in a way they can barely explain? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like we could have a whole second episode where we unpack this episode, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) that was good.
1: (laughs) Great. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much for being here. And we're so grateful for, I don't know, all of the wisdom that you're, passing on and and stewarding and it's just we really appreciate the amount of time Mm. that you've put into this messages how thoughtful you've been and i'm hoping that you've taken and distilled these big heady concepts and made them palatable in a way that we can apply and help us be witnesses to those around us so thank you so much
2: yeah thank you guys appreciate
0: the time thanks 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 see ya bye. Well, thanks so much for listening, and our hope is that this helps you connect deeper to Menlo Church throughout the week. We believe church doesn't just happen on Sundays, and this is just one of the ways you can connect with us and grow in your faith whenever and wherever you're listening.
1: We'd love to come alongside you in prayer to encourage you or walk through anything that you're going through. All you have to do is text our online team at 650-600-0402. Thanks again for tuning in. This was Menlo Midweek.